Real Buckingham. Um, false. That's a fake one. Ten for ten, man. Hey, on it. I mean, FIFA really helped me out with that. So FIFA really does, Shout man. Out to FIFA. Um, oh my God. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Uh, I know it's Denzel. It's Denzel. Um, Early two thousands. Training day. Training day. There you go. Welcome to the new What the Elwood podcast. We talk about Longwood Athletics with the people that make it what it is. Players, coaches, staff, supporters, and we even got some wild cards on deck. Thankfully, though, this is edited, so no worries. I'm your host, Longwood Radio play-by-play man Darius Thigpen. This What the Elwood podcast. It's a space where we can bring Lancer Athletics a little bit closer to you. It's straight to your eardrums. Longwood ball with exactly one minute to play. Longwood trailing Radford 53-51. to The 10 seed trying to make it to the semifinal for the first time in the history of the Big South Conference. We begin the What the Elwood podcast talking a little Longwood hoops. For 2017-2018 season, that was certainly not what anyone was hoping for on the court. There were some big highs, such as the win over Liberty, the victory against High Point in the Big South tournament, and as you just heard, Longwood's down-to-the-wire battle against the eventual conference champion Radford Highlanders. The outcomes in a number of games may have been a bit different if it weren't for some significant losses before the season, which includes today's guest. Our first guest on the What the Elwood podcast is a name hardcore Longwood basketball fans should know, but unfortunately haven't been able to see a ton of on the court the past couple of years. Third-year Lancer Juan Munoz, who came into Farmville before the start of 2016-17 as a highly recruited point guard out of North Carolina. He and AAU teammate Jay Sean Smith were supposed to help revolutionize the Lancer offense, but fate dealt Juan a low blow twice. A knee injury suffered before the start of 2016-17 held out Juan for the entire season. That was the same year when big man Demarion Jeter was limited to just three games of Lancers. They had a bunch of guys go down with injury that year. This past season, Juan got through the summer healthy. He was into the fall ready to go to be the point guard to lead the team, but just a few minutes into Longwood's first scrimmage, Juan suffered another devastating knee injury, and he was done for the 2017-2018 season. Well, it's a new-look Longwood squad as we go into 2018-19, and one of the new faces on the court is that man who's been a part of the squad for the past two years. Seeing Juan in practice and shoot-arounds, I can tell you he's a good shooter. He's an athlete at point guard, and he's just a fun guy to be around. The guys love him. It's a fresh start with a new program under first-year head coach Griff Aldridge, and hopefully Juan will be a huge part of this turnaround. So let's go ahead and holla at Juan. All right, Juan. So first off, man, how's the summer going? How's workouts? How's all that? Uh, summer's been going great. Been getting to know the new guys a lot. Um, getting to know the new coaching staff. Um, we're just gelling right now, um, getting everything ready for the season. So, Before we get into the serious stuff, I've got to ask you the toughest question. Uh, how do you feel about LeBron going to the Lakers? Ah, kind of <laughs> caught me off guard. I thought he was going to stay in Cleveland for another year, but um, he's doing what's best for him. So shout out to LeBron. I mean, it could be worse. He could have gone to the Warriors, right? <laughs> I mean, he definitely, <laughs> it definitely could have been worse, but I'm glad he didn't do that. So uh, do you have an NBA team? Uh, I don't have an NBA team, but uh, my favorite player is definitely um, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Uh, coming from a small school, um, had a lot of doubters, and now he, he, he's where he's at now. So definitely a big inspiration. When you watch Dame, do you try to, like, take anything from his game, try to try to kind of create what he does? Uh, I wouldn't say I necessarily take anything from him. I think he's just an exciting player to watch. Yeah. Um, 
He's just yeah, he's just an exciting player to watch. Well, I know some guys like they'll look at guys in the league and be like, all right, he plays the same position as me, so yeah. I want to try to take something what he has. If yeah. like if Jeter's watching a big man or if you're watching a point guard, yeah. so I was kind of curious if that's kind of how it goes. But nah, yeah. it sounds like you're just like, all right, Dame does his thing, he's cool, yeah, but yeah, definitely, I'm definitely. my own guy. Yeah, uh, I would. I mean, I, I'd say I try to emulate other players. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say. Damian Lillard is a different type of point guard than than what I am. So, how would you describe your own playing style? Um, I I would say kind of can do it all. Um, pass, um, shoot, dribble. I, I think my main thing is just being able to make my other uh, my other teammates better. Um, that's really what gets me going and gets my teammates going too. So, I mean, that's a testament to a, a true point guard. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be out there and get your guys involved. Yeah. Now, for you getting yourself involved, how would you say that your offensive game goes? Are you trying to get to the rim? Are you trying to step back and take threes, a little bit of both? Um, i definitely say I'm more of a shooter. Yeah. Um, I like to get to the rim, but I think my bread and butter is definitely um, getting threes up and a couple pull-ups from, now, uh, from mid-range every now and then. Now, as far as uh, being a pure point guard goes, how important is taking care of the ball to you? Oh, that's number one. Definitely yeah. number one. Um, you talk to any point guard, they, they'll definitely say that their number one thing is just to take care of the ball. So that's high on my list right there. So it's your third year on campus. Injuries have held you back. I mean, how difficult has this process been in getting back? Um, I mean, it's been pretty difficult. been playing my whole life. Um, then two years just being taken away from me just due to injury. Um I mean, it, it, it's a tough time, but I've had a good supporting cast around me um, really to get my spirits up and just tell me that I can do it. And uh, right now, I, I think my confidence is getting a lot better. Um, I think my my limit, I don't think I have a limit for where I can go. So I mean, how di- I mean I'm looking at how different these two years were. Like the first time you go down in summer is just kind of a, a weird thing. I mean, what was it with the first injury you had two years ago? Um, first first uh injury was a contact um injury mm-hmm. um so knee to knee uh it's a lot different from my second one second one i just landed differently um i'd done that landing i mean at least a thousand times and it was just that one time uh kind of a freak accident so um yeah those were the two different two differences between those injuries and the second time you're coming back from the first injury mm-hmm. you go through the whole off season you get through the summer mm-hmm. you get to the scrimmage just how big a blow was that being in the middle of the scrimmage and going down uh it definitely was a big blow to, just because i'd worked so hard to get back to where um i was i felt like i was a better player mm. um better mentally and physically and just to be hampered with another injury kind of set me back a little bit but i kind of look of it look at it as a blessing in disguise so um I'll still have four years to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be a, a vet for sure, but um, <laughs> definitely taking positive things out of this. You know, it kind of reminds me of like uh, guys like with the Sixers. I mean, I don't know you've seen all their guys, Ben Simmons, yeah. Joel Embiid, even Marco Fultz this past year where they have to sit for almost a whole year or yeah. multiple years with Embiid. Yeah. Do you kind of take from, from something like that seeing like, all right, there are guys who have to kind of slow it down, have to work their way back, but come back stronger. Are you kind of looking at, at it this way? Because you mentioned it was a blessing in disguise going yeah. down. Yeah, uh, I've definitely I've definitely looked up different guys and how they've handled injuries. Um, a guy that I really looked at was uh, Jabari Parker. Mm. Um, similar sim- uh, similar situation as me, um, two ACL injuries. And um, he's still crazy athletic, can, can still do anything he really wants to at the rim. So mm-hmm. um, he's really just been the guy that I've been watching him do his rehab, do his workouts, and see how he's approached the, just everything. 
Well, you've got a guy on your own team that's gone through it with Demarion yeah. Jeter. Yeah, I mean, same. he's had two full season injuries. Mm-hmm. For him, I mean, is he somebody you can kind of rely on to talk to, just be like, hey, man, what's, what's it like coming back from, yeah. from injury? What's it like having such a long layoff in the middle of your career? Yeah, me and Jeter definitely bonded over that, especially our first year. We were both out. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat on the sidelines, talked a lot of basketball, but we really just talked a lot about life, what really gets us going through things and what, what, what helps us out. So he's definitely been a big, uh, big part of my rehab process. One thing where you have been involved is being part of uh, the bench mob last yeah. couple of years. Yeah, definitely. How how cool is that? I mean, just being around a bunch of guys are just so turned up on the, during the game and just being able to stay involved in a way like that. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it's important. Uh, when you're playing, you see uh, guys on the bench giving you energy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was our main thing. They're out there tired, playing their, uh, playing their hearts out. And you look over to the bench, we're cheering them on, makes them play even harder. So I think that was our message to the bench was just, uh, no matter what, no matter what the score is, no matter what's going on in the game, I think we gotta cheer as hard as we can to help our team out. Well, I certainly think if you were on the court last year, things could have been a little bit different. Um, I know you've been itching to get back mm-hmm. to 100%. When you're at 100%, what do you think your game's gonna look like, and what do you what do you think the impact would be for the rest of the team? Uh, I think it'll be a big impact just because I can help run the team, uh, put guys in spots so they can score, um, and uh, I've been working on just getting being more of a vocal leader mm-hmm. that's been my biggest thing since i've been here just being more vocal but really just helping the team score getting the getting the right spots and i think just leading them would be a big thing for me too and being a leader on the court what, what does that really entail it's not just yelling at guys nah. what else is it uh just communicating to uh their needs so uh just know how some guys react to one way you talk to them another group of guys react to that way um just showing them the right things talking to them uh, helping sure they, they learn the plays and stuff like that. So, Now, for you as a point guard, you got to know where everyone is. So how well do you know the playbook as far as not just knowing where you have to be, but knowing where the two, where the three, where the four, where the five, where everyone's got to be at, at uh, the same time? Nah, yeah, I definitely had to know all that. Um, the past two years, I, I, I've known the plays pretty well in, in mm-hmm. and out. Even just sitting on the sideline, I'll take a, a clipboard and show the, uh, someone uh, where they should be or where they should go right after the, a certain uh, action happens. So, um Really just staying involved um, can really help out too. You know, I always hear from guys, especially point guards, but guys who have had time out due to injury, they usually take that time to kind of work on their basketball IQ. And that really leads to guys being head coaches later on. Do you ever have any uh, aspirations of being a coach after you're done playing? Uh, Definitely. Um, I think being a coach is one of my top jobs in the future. Yeah. just because I love basketball, I love being around it, just love helping people get to the potential they can reach. So I think that alone right there wants me uh, – I just want to be a basketball coach just because of that. So um, hopefully in the future uh, I can get my chance to coach and and do all that stuff. So And you guys have all been together, what, for about a month now with all the new players? Uh, yeah. Um, everyone got here um, started June. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've been going for about a month now. Yeah, and this is recording this in early July. So now that you've been around everyone for a month, do you know everyone's name? Uh, I do know everyone's name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that was uh, number one thing to just make sure I get everyone's name right, not calling them by a different name because uh, I know that can get annoying. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, when it goes for like for people who like uh, are at a new job or something like that, they have mm-hmm. to go through some kind of team building activity, trust falls, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you guys do to make sure that you really get to know uh, your teammates and really get to – get to connect with all, all of you guys uh when we first got here we had a team meeting 
uh, everyone introduce themselves, mm -hmm. introduce where they're from and stuff like that. We have nameplates in the locker room, so where they sit, you can see where yeah. their name is. So I mean, so you get a little bit of cheating. Yeah, you get a you get a little <laughs> cheating right there. But I mean, uh, for the most part, um, I'm able to memorize it right off the rip. So. All right, well, most people don't really get to live the experience of being a student athlete. They don't really get to go through the day-to-day. -day. One thing I, I would like to really get into, recruiting. Mm -hmm. That's something that no one really gets to, to really fully experience, yeah. being wanted by a bunch of different mm -hmm. universities, being wanted by a bunch of different teams. What was your recruiting process like? Uh, I would say my recruiting process was a little different than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. um, I got my first scholarship when I was a sophomore in high school, and then my junior year picked up a couple more, and I... Uh, before I really ramped up my senior year, I committed here um, just because I knew this was a place I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. um, Coach G was a great guy, um, is a great guy, and uh, he really sold me on his future for the program. Um, and I think just the comfortability of the school. I, I, I like the small community. Um, everyone gets to know each other in just a small school and where I can't get too lost. So. And being at a spot where you've got guys like Jay Sean, BK, guys you're familiar with, mm -hmm. uh, does that really help when you get to a new school? Uh, definitely. Um, just because, um, it's kind of hard being the new guy and not knowing anybody. Um, it makes it easier when you know people coming into the, uh, school, especially with thousands of kids. So at least knowing a couple people right off the, right off the rip really helps you out with transition to college. It's for you. When you get to college, your first few days, you know, a few people around, you've got basketball ways to get involved, but mm -hmm. did you have uh, any homesickness? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I had any homesick moments just because Basketball really took my mind up. Um, really, that was just my main focus, really. Tunnel vision towards that one goal. So after basketball, you mentioned you want to be a coach, but if coaching wasn't going to work out for you, if it was going to have to be something else, where are you going to be? I have no clue. Right now, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a business major, so hopefully throughout my courses I can find one class and uh, or find a job that I, I really enjoy, so. All right, so I've got a few questions for you now that are off the beaten path, not basketball questions. First, before we get into this, how well do you know soccer, like European League soccer? Uh, I mean, not that well. I used to keep up with it a lot just because I played a lot of FIFA, but okay. um, now all, all I really play is uh, 2K and Fortnite, so really I've lost my touch with uh, soccer. Well, this might be, you might be a perfect candidate for this then because this is a World Cup year. So I've got some real or fake European football club teams. So I'm just going to throw out some names. All right. If it's a real team, say they're real. If you think they're fake, say they're fake. All right. I've got 10 of them. So the first off, Real Madrid. Real. That's a real team. Yeah. Of course, Cristiano Ronaldo, that's where he plays. Tottenham Hotspur. Real. That's a real team. Sir Harry Kane for the English national team plays there. Liverwurst United. Uh, false. That is a fake team. Liverwurst is a type of sausage. <laughs> London Bridge FC. Um, I'm going to have to go with fake. That is a fake team. Uh, that, that sounds pretty real. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely pass for one. It might be like a youth team or something like that, but it is not an actual affiliated team. Liverpool. Real. That is a real team. Arsenal. Real. That is real. AC Potter. False. Uh, fake, fake, fake. That is fake. Potter is uh, Harry Potter, so that's not a real football team. FC Barcelona. Real. That's a real team. Best player on the planet, Messi. That's where he plays. Yep. All right. Last one. Real Buckingham. Um, false. That's a fake one. 10 for 10, man. Hey, on it. I mean, FIFA really helped me out with that. So FIFA really does, Shout man. I've, I've been getting FIFA. into FIFA, man. I've been doing the little career. Got to the EPL. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I can learn some of this. Shout out to FIFA. <laughs> 
All right, so I've got some uh, rapid question, rapid fire questions for you. First off, number one question: What's your hometown? Uh, Mooresville, North Carolina. What is your favorite city? Favorite city? Uh, definitely would have to be Las Vegas. Why Las Vegas? Uh, just a nightlife. Uh, even though I was out there underage, it was still just fun just to walk around, just walk just, around and get to see the show. Yeah, just get to see everything and all the money that's being made out there. What is your favorite sport outside of basketball? Uh, I'd have to say probably baseball. My dad grew up playing baseball, so mm-hmm. um, he wanted me to play baseball, but uh, didn't really work out for me. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say baseball. What position are you playing baseball? Uh, so, I mean, back then everyone played every position. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think my favorite one would probably my favorite position is probably shortstop. All right. So you, d- you didn't get past Little League, or did you play at all middle school, uh, high school? Nah. I probably, I stopped playing when I was in second grade because uh, I got hit in the face with the pitch, and I told my dad I was done. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just stick to this basketball that, thing. That ends up for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last rapid fire. Where is a place that you've never been that you would like to go? Definitely Spain. Just tour Spain. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about being out in Spain. I, I know a lot of people that go out there just for uh, study abroad trips, mm-hmm. and they've all said wonderful things about Spain. So definitely definitely going out to Spain. All right, Juan, you've been a great guest. I've got a couple more questions for you. Let's see if you can get through these famous movie lines. Just tell me what movie it comes from. Gotcha. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Uh, Rush Hour. Rush Hour is Chris Tucker. I'm a dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. I did not know that one. Tropic Thunder. Ooh, okay. It's Robert okay. Downey Jr. Okay, okay. Come with me if you want to live. I mean, these all sound familiar. I can't even get this I'll, one. I'll tell you, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come with me if you want to live. Uh, Terminator. Terminator, there you go. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Um, oh, my God. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Uh, I know it's Denzel. It's Denzel. Um, Early 2000s. Training day? Training day. There you go. All right, last one. I know you're going to know this one. Honey, where's my super suit? Incredibles. Incredibles. Yeah. Have you seen Incredibles 2? I just did um, a couple weeks ago. What'd uh, you think? I thought it was all right. Definitely not. Just start? Uh, yeah. Definitely not better than the first one, though. First one was classic. Definitely classic. What's a movie that you're going to check out that you haven't seen yet? Uh, the Purge. The Purge. The Purge, yeah. All right. Have you seen all of them? I've seen all of them. Uh, I still got to see this one, though. All so. right. This one looks pretty interesting. Yeah. I, got, I might have to go back and catch up on them. I haven't yeah. seen the first couple. Yeah. The, fir- the first ones are pretty good. Um, I'm just hoping this one doesn't let me down. So Yeah, well, Juan, hopefully uh, you're going to turn things around. Have a great season. Appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Yep, appreciate it. Hey, appreciate your time. Yep. Thanks again to Juan for joining us today. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud for all future episodes of the What the Elwood podcast. If you want Longwood Athletics videos, subscribe to Longwood U Lancers on YouTube. Of course, Longwood Athletics, verified on Twitter. You can also see some game day stuff on the gram, and that would be Instagram for anyone born before 1990. Longwoodlancers.com is the mothership for everything Longwood, and you can stay tuned there all throughout the summer and as we get to the thick of the season in fall. All right now, y'all take it easy. We'll catch you next time with the What the Elwood podcast.